Welcome to Must Love Food. Today, we're preparing you for award season with some of our red carpet recipes. These are staff and fan favorites and some of the most popular recipes that we have. Then, we'll offer some champagne cocktail ideas, and yes, we know we've talked about champagne a lot before. Finally, we'll play some food-related movie trivia and make a meal from Kim's Fridge. Enjoy the show. We want to connect with you. Follow Cuisine at Home on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for recipe inspiration, cooking tips and techniques, behind-the-scenes action, and cooking videos. You can also subscribe to our free newsletter at cuisineathome.com newsletter. Hi, everyone. We're ready to have a little table talk. And I have Kim and Robin here, and we are going to talk about some of our award-winning recipes that either are fan favorites, rocked our world in Kim's mind, and just have some fun. So let's, Robin, I think you had some uh, listed out to get started. Well, <laughs> you know, I always have to go to dessert first because, oh, you know, totally. that, that's just where I live. Dessert always comes first. Life is short. Let's start with dessert. Um, okay. Chocolate. Ain't that the truth. I know, right? Chocolate. <laughs> let's go with chocolate first. And I have to say one of my favorite recipes is the old-fashioned chocolate cake. It's just an old standby, an old reliable. It never fails me. It's you turned me on to that, and now whenever I make chocolate cupcakes even, that is my go-to recipe for the base. Absolutely. And my favorite thing is it doesn't take eggs. Totally. And I know that, that that has thrown people off in the past. We've gotten letters about that over the years. You know, what is this a misprint? You're missing something in this right. recipe. Are you sure this is correct? And I have to say, yes, I am sure this is correct. It, no eggs. It's but got, it's the vinegar. Right. It's got vinegar the, and baking soda in yeah. there. And uh, it's hot water. Yes. It's so easy. Um, I love it. It's fudgy and easy to go. So it is vegan. Yeah. It yes, is. it is vegan. I've made it for my daughter numerous times. Now, the frosting isn't vegan. Right. It does have heavy cream in it. Right. That's and true. butter, I believe. I right? I think so. Yeah. I haven't made it for, for a while. while. Yeah. But I haven't it's made still, the frosting it's, for a while. It is so glossy. It is. It's delicious. It is. Yeah. Yes. The only thing I would say about that, though, I will caveat mm -hmm. the frosting. It takes a while to set up. I always make the frosting first, if I'm going to use that. Make the frosting first, and then I make the cake, because it does take a while for that frosting to set up. It does. That's that true. That is so true. That's true. But it's delicious and worth the wait. Mm -hmm. The Absolutely. other chocolate, since you got me started, one of my favorite, and I think both you and Kim made this, was the chocolate truffle cheesecake. Oh. oh that was a Forgot about that one. Kim and I did that one that, together. Oh, really good. That was fun. Yeah, I don't was. know how many times I've made it, and everyone just can't get enough of it. And it is so rich so and tasty. Rich. Oh, and it's and my, easy. One of my it's favorite. a very easy cheesecake. So simple. You can't mess it up. Right. Well, you know, it's funny. We're talking about chocolate. Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, that's so maybe true. people oh, that's right. want to take a look at those that's at some right. point. That's oh, right. That's right. For their They Valentine's would be total treat. hits. Yes, they okay. would Okay. Well, since we're talking, um, you know, chocolate and <laughs> desserts and desserts <laughs> and, okay, then I have to move on to, and, and also because I'm thinking, you know, Oscar season and awards and all of that kind of stuff. Um, then let's talk about um, two things. My other two favorite things, red velvet. Ooh. I love red velvet and I love the red velvet cupcakes. Um, they are a favorite in the family. I, my son-in-law loves red velvet and I always for his birthday make red velvet cupcakes. I've tried the red velvet brownies. 
Those are good. Like those. We also have red velvet cake. And let's not forget the red velvet cookies mm-hmm. oh. with the white chocolate hugs. Those mm-hmm. are also delicious. Mm-hmm. But the cupcakes are a family favorite mm-hmm. at our house. I think you even did a skillet red velvet cookie, oh, too. I did. Yes, there is that, too. So we've got your red velvet covered. We've covered them. <laughs> so if you are a red velvet fan, there is that. And I guess that would carry over for Valentine's Day, too, wouldn't it? Man, I think so, too. Okay. One more dessert, and then I'll be quiet, uh, because I'm thinking bubbly, and we're between New Year's and awards, well, You can never I go guess. wrong with bubbly. Right. I love bubbly. Um, Pink's champagne cake. And Haley developed that recipe, and I think she was... She sometimes is not a fan of it, and I don't understand why. I said, but Haley, I love that recipe, and I really do. Because, you know, there's champagne in the cake, there's champagne in the frosting, and it's a beautiful pink color, and I love pink. So, How fitting for award season. Right? I think it would make a really nice wedding cake. I think you know, it would, too. So pretty. I think it would, too. Yeah. So there, Very I have just, celebratory. I have dominated. So, ladies, you go ahead, since I have covered dessert all the way around. Uh, but Robin, you missed one. How about your cherry pie that you did? Oh my goodness! That yes, is one of my pie. very favorites. Absolutely. Yes, I do love cherry pie yeah. too. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, was a good fun. one. That it was, was a good one. That yes. had some almond in it. It correct? did, yeah. and it had. Uh, it also had some dried cherries in there That's too. That's right. That's right. Along with the tart cherries. Yeah. Now we can't forget one of our most requested, most pinned, most everything from all of our fans. Desserts? Yes. What was it, Can Maddie? Can you guess? Oh, I know, but you tell us. The French apple custard pie. That was a Kim recipe. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was I not. I thought it no. was. No. That was Sue Haas back in the day. Oh, okay. That was her recipe. That yep. is yep. such a delicious so pie. Good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it like just goes crazy people go it crazy is. For it, it is a perennial favorite it really is so we got to so. give that a shout out because yes, that is do. a definite fan favorite yeah i personally have never had this so i'm thinking we're gonna, maybe we'll have to make it again yeah yeah we, we haven't made that for a while we have not it has okay well. yes that so is now a talking one. about fan favorites do you guys know what the other recipe that people go bonkers for oh is it i think it's a robin recipe is it soup Yes. Okay, tell us, Maddie. Cheesy bacon potato <laughs> soup. I don't know the actual title, but that one also, I feel like we're always trying to recreate something similar to that because everyone loves that recipe. Yes, that one did turn out to be popular what, and so wh- simple. Why wouldn't you love it, right? Right. right. <laughs> potato. Cheese, potato, bacon. Cheese. There you go. Yeah. We've got everything you want. Comfort food at its best. Yes. And comfort food. Hey, it's worked great for now. Right. Comfort food is one of my, that's my favorite genre. I think it's all of our comfort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> healthy, we're trying to d- dabble in that I a little know, more. But I need to go more healthy, more that route. But goodness sake, I do love comfort food. And anything with butter. I mean, can right? you go wrong? Bacon drippings? <laughs> so what I think s- I just ate. <laughs> what are some of your favorites, Maddie? So some of my favorites, man. Well, there is a recipe that you do, Kim, that you did. I think it was a faster with fewer that I make all the time for when my family comes to town. Like, everyone's getting in kind of at lunchtime. I want an easy go-to. And it was your chicken bacon ranch roll-ups. That's right. And it is so simple. And everything is just crisp and yummy and just delicious. And it's so simple. Exactly. Because most of the time, you're you're busy all day doing all of your other things, like getting the dinner ready or in the oven. That I'm like, that is my go-to because it's simple. You can prep it ahead of time. Everyone can add what they want and grab and go. Maddie, I know that one's good, but I can't remember exactly what's in that one. 
It is rotisserie chicken, or you could use chicken breast and cook it yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll cook it in the bacon drippings because you got to cook bacon. My favorite way to do bacon, I think what everyone likes to do here, is in the oven. Oh, it's so easy. Put some aluminum foil down so it catches mm -hmm. all those drippings. You don't have to worry about getting splattered by bacon. Or cleaning the pan. Or cleaning the pan. So simple. So it is chicken, bacon, tomatoes, cucumber, lettuce, ranch, and of course, cheese and tortillas. So simple and delicious. And delicious, absolutely. And you may have added a little chipotle to that ranch. Probably. Knowing me, right? Knowing me. What's one of your go-tos, Kim? Well, there have been a few recipes through the years that have really like changed my life. I um, think you said rock your rock world. Rock my world, yeah. <laughs> so back in 2002, we did this roasted chicken and you know, it's a basic roasted chicken, but it, what we, it's what we did with that roasted chicken that resonated so uh, well with me. We took the drippings and we made a vinaigrette mm. and then used that vinaigrette to serve with a salad. And then we also made um, a sandwich, which we called the ultimate chicken sandwich. And we took bread slices and used those chicken drippings and oh, yum. brushed oh, the bread with the drippings. And it yes. was just, you know, just one of those things that you don't forget the first time I had it. And then another chicken recipe going way back was this Robin Hood chicken. And all it was was another, you know, whole roasted chicken, only this was actually done on the grill. And you just made a paste of olive oil, lemon juice, ro rosemary, uh, parsley, garlic, salt, and pepper, and uh, just doused the chicken with it and then grilled it. And it's just, it's just succulent. It's just so delicious. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. How did it get its name Robin Hood Chicken? You know, there is a story behind that. and um, Putting you on the spot. Well, um, <laughs> so it's back, you know, this, is, this was a long time ago again. Sure. This is probably... 19 or excuse me uh 2002 okay. or so uh and that was back when john meyer was the editor of cuisine at home magazine and he had a friend from columbia who showed him how to make this chicken cool. so it's it's actually from a friend of his from columbia so another one of my um f absolute all-time favorite recipes from here was when we grilled pizza also back in like 2002 or 2003. Kim's been here the longest. Um, it, I, I love to grill pizza because it's the one way you can get the crust, uh, you know, as crispy as possible without it having an crispy, oven right. uh, or a pizza oven. Uh, and then one other thing was when we worked with Stephen Reichlin and we did the Bistecca Fiorentina. That is one of my favorite things. So it's just, he took a porterhouse, but you could do any type of steak and he grilled it. And then took a platter with uh, what he mixed together, olive oil, garlic, uh, rosemary, sage, parsley, salt, pepper, puts that out on the platter. And when the steak comes off the grill, goes right on that platter and rests in those uh, olive oil juices oh, yeah. and redistributes the juices from the steak. And you flip it and it's just divine. So it's one of my really go-to right. <laughs> uh, recipes when I'm having friends over um, in the summer. That also so. solves the debate on who gets the steak the drippings plate you know that's like right. everyone fights <laughs> for right. when that steak comes off the grill you put it on that plate to mm -hmm. rest and you always want that plate for yeah. your potato or anything just to soak up all those juices yeah and it's so funny because it's a, such a simple concept oh. you know, in a clever uh, very smart yeah. and but you definitely want to use extra virgin olive oil you know always use the best ingredients when you're doing something like this so they really shine in the simple they really recipes. Shine. Yes. yes, they do. And so. I think he's even about, like, you know, being so high up to season your steak with salt. 
I think we just did an article, was it last year with him? Okay. And it was how to properly season the steak and okay. how it should be like, is it a foot up from it? I don't know. And like is that from right? your, yeah, some, don't quote me, but <laughs> something we'll have to look like it that. up. <laughs> I have to go back and read that again. Yeah, we'll get in our exactly archives and, yes. and check that out. Uh, so you can always rely, though, on Stephen Reichland for good recipes. Absolutely. I think he's oh, a yeah, total grill master. For, totally, yes. I think it's safe to say that one of our staff favorites, fried chicken. Always. Any kind of way. It is Oven my, fried. Yep. Half. It's my last meal. I'd have to have fried chicken. Oh, and mashed potatoes. And, mashed and potatoes. gravy. Absolutely. I have to have gravy. Yep, yep, absolutely. And, well, I'd have to have macaroni and cheese with it, too, because <laughs> that's me. But who can go? I mean, it seems so. It's kind of like in the Midwest where in school when you're served chili, they give you a cinnamon roll. Don't they do that everywhere? I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like it was a Midwest thing. I could be wrong um, because some people have said that's odd. Well, I have (laughs) talked to people who think that's odd, but not for me because, yes, growing up in school, uh, yes, cinnamon roll and and chili went together. So that's what I'm like, macaroni and fried chicken. you got to have it. Right. How about you, Robin? Do you have a favorite main dish here? favorite main dish Mm -hmm. we put you on the spot i know you're a dessert girl i am a dessert girl but you did hit me with that fried chicken you told me this weekend you made some beef vegetable soup i think that's one of your go-to's it is one of my go-to in the winter always yes and that again is miss kim miss kim is the soup master Yes, oh, the, the beef, beef and vegetable, oh, beef vegetable okay. soup. I, I was looking at our, our index here of some of the other recipes and was kind of fading out there. Oh, I was sorry. Like, oh, no, no, no. She it's is talking so about the index from our all-time favorites, SIB, that released this year. Or oh. last year. We are 2020 now, so technically it was 2019. It's going to take me a while to get used to that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure it's still available. People probably still can purchase it. Um, oh, you probably and, head over to our all, store. Yes, yeah. all the staff contributed our ideas, and, and some of us were like, oh, but not all of my favorites made it in. But uh, it might oh. have to be a volume two someday, I you think know? we could easily do a volume two of our favorites. I think I was collecting all the recipes from everyone, and I had an Excel sheet going. And that list was so long, I knew there was no way we could fit it all. I mean, we have, a, is it 80-some pages in this book? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think each person submitted at least 20, if not more. It was insane. But a lot of repeats, so those were kind of our main go-tos. Like, right. oh, here we go, the strawberry shortcake. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, um, that is so this good. This is the classic. best one of my very favorites <laughs> that is from the best cuisine. strawberry shortcake ever and part of it is it has chocolate in the shortcakes yes. and then there's a chocolate ganache that goes with the strawberry shortcake absolutely so it's everything you love chocolate and strawberry sh- shortcake how and can you go wrong biscuits are so delicious so amazing so that yes, was a that was a haley recipe i do believe she did that, such that a was good a good job one so okay we're, we're forgetting a big topic that is, like, also what we've done a thousand different ways. It's a main cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. In this book, we have a section dedicated just to burger, oh. anything burger, that like Robin's meatloaf. meatloaf. Oh. Had pickles, my the favorite. Cheeseburger meatloaf. <laughs> yes. You had me at pickles. <laughs> you had me at pickles. Yes, 
Maddie, you are the pickle lover in the group. I know. So any which way I can sneak it in. I think I did the cheeseburger pasta. And of course, like Shane does not do pickles. So I'm like, well, when I'm at work, I can sneak them in because everyone else here likes them. So it so, definitely made the cut here. Yes, even if it wouldn't at home with the pickles. But uh, that was delicious. Okay, I don't know about you three, but I am getting really hungry now. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to head down to the test kitchen and see what's cooking <laughs> up down there. Should. What do you think? I, I think agree. We should. Oh, and let's cook up some more favorites. Perfect. Okay, so since we keep hawking all of our favorites and you guys are probably wondering where is this located, head on over to our website at cuisineathome.com where you can locate our all-time favorite SIB. Thanks. Welcome to Top Shelf. We are going to talk about champagne again today, even though we've talked about it a few times in past episodes already. Um, Obviously, it's a favorite here because we can't stop talking about it. Or drinking it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have Robin and Maddie here. We're just going to give you a few ideas for some bubbly cocktails that you can make for um, Oscar night if you're going to be having an Oscars party at home or other awards awards season-related parties you may be having. I'll get us started. Let's hear it. Um, So I have three picked out that I love to either order or make at home. Uh, One is a French 75. Okay, stop there. Okay. You've lost me. You have to explain (laughs) what is a French 75. I've heard of it, but I have never had one. It's so tasty. So it's gin, um, champagne, Prosecco, some kind of sparkling wine, and lemon. And I'm not a big fan of gin. I don't particularly care for, like, there's just so many flavors that can be infused into gin that it can kind of take over a cocktail. Um, But when it's in combination with the champagne and the lemon, it just, it's so smooth. It's way too easy to drink. Um, And it's one of my favorite cocktails. I haven't made it at home, but I do order it every time I go out to a specific place here. So do you taste the gin or is it kind of just the notes behind, like it's that strong? No, I really if I tasted the gin, I probably wouldn't want to drink it. Sure. So I don't think you can taste it. So it just blends together nicely. It blends nicely. really well. Ugh, the French do. Who would do you know thought? what they're doing when it yeah, comes I to champagne cocktails? <laughs> um, and then I have two other ones that I picked out. And they're both um, kind of my rendition of cocktails that I've had here in Des Moines at local restaurants. Sure. Um, and I've recreated at home because I can't afford to go out to these restaurants and drink these cocktails all the time. Um, one is called an orange flower. And that one has St. Germain, which is one of my favorite liqueurs out there. I just love the flowery, sweet flavor of it. Mm-hmm. The bottle. Yeah, is and the bottle cool alone. Too. Yes, like, it is pretty. <laughs> oh, it's good so marketing. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. And I love that you can find that now because yeah, when it first hit the, the market, if you will, it was kind of hard to find in Des Moines. Yeah. Do you remember we all, like, whenever someone would go out of town or to a different state, we'd be like, check to see if they have it on the shelf. <laughs> I know. I went you know, to just Omaha. Just to try yeah. it. Went to Omaha and had to go to three different liquor stores to find exactly. it. Exactly. I can't even remember when I first had it, but I was immediately like, where can I buy this? I it was an intern here at Cuisine when we were just getting into it, and I... Gosh, when was that? 2010? <laughs> no, it, it was it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to find. I know. Yeah. It was but I find. know. I think Jess was the one who actually ended up finding it or bringing so, it back the first round. It's it's such a good it's such a good liqueur that mixes so well with a lot of different things. 
Um, so this cocktail has St. Germain and then a few dashes of orange bitters, which would be like Angostura bitters or something along those lines. Um, champagne, and then you put a sugar cube in the bottom of it, and it creates all these bubbles, and it just sparkles. Even more bubbles. Yeah, it's just oh. a really pretty cocktail. And then I just um, pe- take a peel, little peel of orange off of an orange and just drop it in there for a garnish. It's so cool. so pretty. It just it really just sparkles in the light. So it's perfect for an award season party. So is it about equal parts of Saint Germain and? Champagne? I don't remember or? the exact proportions that I that I've done with it, but. I mean, it really is just Saint Germain and champagne essentially together. So it probably would be so more if we had champagne. Less. If we had to just <laughs> play with it and drink them until yes. we had it right. Yes. That, I could Good research. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I could. In the name of research, yeah. I could try that. I would start with like just get a champagne flute, maybe put like a tablespoon of Saint Germain in, and then top it with champagne and taste it, and then just keep adding Saint Germain until you get to the point that you like it, <laughs> and then try and remember yes. what that point was. Yes. Okay. I see yes. how this could be. One ticky little tequila floor. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then my last one I wanted to talk about is really bizarre, and it's going to sound like the weirdest combination, but it is one of my favorite cocktails I've ever had. Um, so it's a fig and beet mimosa. So um, That is an interesting combo. Yes, yes it is. I feel I, like, I'm anxious to hear this. I feel like beet juice is getting its moment in the spotlight. In I fact, you're right. we're working on a few vegetable-related cocktails for you guys. Right, Stay Maddie, too. Yes. <laughs> you're you're, you were doing beets today, yes. So how I make this one is I strain some fig jam. Um, it's even better if you can get the fig oh, jam that has jam. orange in it uh, okay. because this has orange also down the line in it. Uh, so I strain that, and I mix it with beet juice. Um, this can kind of be to taste because obviously beet juice can overwhelm something pretty easily because it is such a sweet kind of earthy, earthy flavor. Earthy. Mm-hmm. So you can play with the proportions to get it to a nice balance for you. Um, some people like can drink a glass of beet juice and they're totally cool with it. And some people need something to balance it out <laughs> a little. Counteract it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so beet juice, which you can either buy in the store, um, at least here, there's a few stores that have beet juice. Uh, or you can juice it yourself if you want to take on that challenge and ding, get, ding. get some pink fingers. <laughs> yeah, I think my nails are still pink. <laughs> and if you have a juicer. <laughs> totally. And then I just add some orange and lime juices to it to kind of cut through some of that sweetness from the beet juice and the jam and then top it with champagne. And I garnish it with like a half fig that I just float on the top and like some citrus slices around the edge. And it's also a really pretty drink. It's really pretty color. Um, and it's really tasty. So those are my three suggestions for maybe some unique cocktails that you haven't had before that you can play around with at home till you get the proportions that you like. Well, and it's fun to see that it's you're combining outside of the ordinary instead yeah. of like champagne mm-hmm. and strawberries. Right. You're using some <laughs> unique things that yeah. no one, you know, some people kind of forget about. Who would have thought, really? Who would yeah. have thought? And I think, Robin, you had a couple good ones in mind as well. Well, now, this isn't unusual, but I had to go to Mexico to try it because I don't get out of the house much. Um, and, but my mimosa that I liked was uh, because we had mimosas every morning. and so we had Not to, a bad gig. It was not. It was very pleasant, and so we had to just keep trying them. Um, but it was just champagne and cranberry juice. Yum. And I know that you said, well, of course, I have that here. <laughs> no, I had to go to Cabo to try that. Well, in my defense, my mom always liked cranberry juice over orange juice. So okay. she was the one who kind of turned me on to that. But it is pretty. It's not very, you know, it's not too sweet. And, you know, you can always doll it up by putting a 
cranberry or Real two in cranberry there. Yes, in there. absolutely. And it might now, keep it cold if they're frozen. Indeed. And how lame after hearing about the um, <laughs> fig. <laughs> but you could and do a, like a mimosa bar too. Absolutely. Bingo. With all different colors of juices. Uh-huh. And that'd be a really fun idea that for a party. Award winning. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And everybody can choose their own. And you can go from the simple to. Mix your own. Yeah, there you go. Make your own syrups and and things like that. It could be a lot of fun. Yes. Absolutely. Um, So I did like that. It was it was good. Like I said, I hey, do not get out much. Hey, it's the little ones that are easy <laughs> and approachable that people love. That's right. Um, and we did do a, a champagne cocktail with Saint Germain here, which is very mm-hmm. similar to what you were talking about with the um, with the champagne um, and the uh, Saint Germain and lemon juice. Simple. Yeah, very simple, but tasty. It was. I did you put a, a sugar cube in that one? No. No, but we I did not. I think we've got to now. Yeah, you could. <laughs> it'll get those bubbles going. It'll look so I nice. I love that idea. Yeah. And that recipe is on our website. I think so. it's called Saint, Saint uh, Champagne. Champagne Cocktail with Saint Germain. Yes, exactly. I think we may have even done a cocktail with cuisine on that one. Yeah, so you can see those because on Because I think that's the first time I've had it. <laughs> you can see those on yeah. our Facebook page. You can go back and look at all the different cocktails we've made over, what, the last year, year and a half? Pretty that much, when we yeah, I think we've it? got a year under our belt now, so right. people still like it. Well, Maddie, <laughs> anything that you like uh, related to champagne or anything you're going to be drinking for award season? Well, I do like champagne, but like I said, I think I was on the interview with John, and he gave me the scoop on uh, sparkling wine, if I should be saying that instead. Uh, oh, yes. Unless it's French, you really shouldn't call it champagne. It is sparkling wine. You can never say, I can never say no to champagne. I'm fine with it plain, dolled up, any which way. But a go-to of ours is we do like old fashions. Ooh. So maybe for the guys or girls who just like something different and old-fashioned will do the trick and then always they, a nice choice maybe they could do a champagne shooter on the side Ooh. so drink your old-fashioned and then there chug a little go. shot of champagne <laughs> there we got it and everything now guys there we go there we go I'm or beer part, i'm partying with amanda <laughs> yeah. all right well we hope that we've inspired you to try some new champagne cocktails and don't forget you can watch our cocktails with cuisine every friday afternoon on facebook thanks Hi, I'm Pam, and I'm here for Cracked Up today with John and Haley. So I'm going to try to stump them a little with some food um, and movie-related questions. So this is what I'm calling a softball um, for question one. <laughs> what type of cake was revered in the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding? A boont. A boont. <laughs> yes. I knew you'd get that. Good for you. I was going to say Windex. <laughs> Uh, okay, so and I've, uh, I should have told you guys, I am a big movie goer. I love um, obscure films. I'm not trying to make it hard. Um, hopefully there is one or two that will stump you guys. All right. Okay, so question two. Hmm. All right, in the movie Green Book, what does the character, Tony, played by Viggo Mortensen, get excited to eat while driving through Kentucky? If you haven't seen it, it's great. Burgoo? Chicken? Uh, 
Any kind of chicken? Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken? Ding, ding, ding! Wow. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a softball, even That's if you hadn't seen the movie. Thanks for, thanks for the little uh, <laughs> clues along the way. Okay, so... We'll keep leaving us breadcrumbs like that. Yeah, all right. Like that. I have a lot of questions here, but we're going to stick to five, and I'm going to uh, try one that might you might not get. Uh, what did Sir Anthony Hopkins' character love to drink in the movie The Two Popes? Oh, I was going to say something else. But <laughs> it's not a fine not Chianti. Not a fine Chianti. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Can we do old movies soon? <laughs> <laughs> movies that I might I don't know. What was this movie and again? It was Two Popes. It was out in theaters early, and now it's on Netflix. Okay. And it's about um, kind of the transition between Pope Benedict to Pope Francis and when it was the leading up of when Benedict became Pope and then when he decided to step down. Okay. And so um, Sir Anthony Hopkins plays uh, Pope Benedict. Benedict. So does that help at all? It's uh, not something Italian. You probably Benedictine. won't get Benedictine. <laughs> <Hey>, good guess. <laughs> I thought maybe somebody would guess red wine. Nope. Orange Fanta. Whoa. Wow. All righty. All right. No, I wouldn't have guessed that. Um... Here's another one. What dish did both Julia Child's future editor make when she was testing recipes from Julia's book and Julie Powell make when the same editor years later was coming to dinner? I don't know. I'm relying I, on I you, wanna, John. I, I want to say beef bourguignon. Uh, that, that would be my guess, too. Yep. yep okay. Yep, okay. okay. Oh, good. Part two. Whew. Who's the editor? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, you know, on a good day, I might remember it. All I remember is that she likes slightly desiccated lemons. <laughs> it's Judith Jones. Oh, and in okay. fact, she was yep. Lydia's um, editor as well. Um, that's how I kind of remember oh, her. Right. But she has a great memoir, if you've never read it. Um, it reminds me a little bit of um, Julia Child's My Life in France. Okay. Um, so they were there around the same time. Oh. Uh, New book to read. Okay. And um, here we go. At the end, this is final question. At the end of the movie, mostly Martha, what does Martha say is wrong with the tart? Um, it is underbaked. Soggy bottom. Uh, it's uh, not baked at all. Final answers? It's too tart? No. Nope. There's not enough? <laughs> you need to make more? He did not use the right kind of sugar. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. And so the it was her therapist who was asking this, and he said, so you can tell me what kind of sugar I used in this? And she said, no, I can just tell you which kind you didn't. You did not buy the Belgian Vergeois, I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it, which is a brown sugar made from beet sugar that's white and then sprayed with a darker sugar syrup to rebrown it. Huh. Little factoid. I wow. researched that. But, All right. Um, it's a really cute movie. Yeah. If you've not seen it, there was a remake done, um, No Reservation, with Catherine Zeta-Jones and oh, yeah, I somebody saw that. else. I can't yeah. remember who was the guy. Uh, but, Aaron somebody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Cute. <laughs> Mostly Martha, though, is darling, adorable. It's I just remember that they said that was heads and tails better than definitely no i've seen them both no reservations yes yes so well i think you guys did a really nice job well, thanks, um, i could keep going if you'd like but <laughs> got any sm more softballs there uh hmm okay here's one i think is a softball when Polly and henry are in prison in the movie goodfellas what does Polly use to slice the garlic oh a razor blade yes <laughs> okay one more for good measure in the movie the godfather what does Clemenza tell Rocco to take? A cannoli? Yes! Oh, <laughs> and, okay, it's part two. What type of cheese is used in the classic Italian pastry cannoli? Ricotta. Yes! 
There you go. Yay! Now we some redemption there. That's great. (laughs) Good job, guys. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Bye. This is the segment where we're going to play Let's Make a Meal. It's one of our most fun things to do, right, John and Haley? Uh, Heck yeah. Uh, Yeah, because it's my first time doing this this segment. Okay, okay. Well, I'll bet you'll be very creative with this. So uh, last night I went home and I perused my refrigerator and put together the list of what um, could be used that didn't need to be thrown away. So I have a tub of spring mix, so it's like different salad greens, of course. Um, a tub of plain Greek yogurt, some cremini mushrooms, uh, flour, and corn tortillas. I mean, it's always good to have those on hand, right? Yeah. Uh, red cabbage, jalapenos. I have canned and dried black beans. Fresh are those lemons. Rehydrated, dried green. They are not. They are not. You'd probably have to get out your instant pot for the dried black beans. Uh, Maple syrup and so many cheeses. Cheddar, Parmesan, Campozola, Gruyere, Munster, goat gouda for some reason, and Mm. cotija. And, of course, there is some uh, American cheese in there, too. I didn't write that down. But anyway, lots and lots of hot sauces. Uh, A muffaletta olive mix. Uh, Onions, shallots, garlic some pickled pepper rings and fresh jalapenos, uh, a jar of chipotles and adobo sauce. And then in my pantry, uh, various dry pastas and canned whole and diced tomatoes. So what do you think? Well, there's a lot to choose from here. Normally when I'm scraping the bottom of my refrigerator, there's just a handful of things. So Mm. let's see. Um, I know that there's no meat. Right. I was kind of feeling something with the black beans and mushrooms, putting those together somehow, maybe with the chipotles, and then put them inside of a tortilla in some way or another. So we've got to saute those mushrooms and get the water out of them, get them nice and kind of golden and delicious. Uh, Add the black beans, the chipotles and adobo sauce, probably get some onion shallot garlic mix into that. And then, and then you can put it in a tortilla however you want. Quesadilla, taco, fajita, burrito, you know, all the ways, mm-hmm. any way you prefer. Um, with some hot sauces? Of course, with some hot sauce. You could mix some hot sauce into your yogurt for a little bit of a dipping sauce. Oh, nice. And a little bit cooling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's really comprehensive. Good for you. I don't know. Do you have any ideas? I, I sort of... Uh, falling back to a default position of um, uh, greens, beans, and pasta. However, salad greens isn't quite the right greens, but we have the farfalle and the black beans. And I think maybe mix that with the muffaletta olive mix, maybe sauteed onions and garlic, and uh, give it a good toss with some of these wonderful cheeses. Keep it simple. A little brightness from lemon juice. So oh, you you were going the pasta route. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. and I almost okay. feel like with all these cheeses, though, I don't know if there's any other dairy in the house. I maybe would want to make a soup. I was thinking fondue. Oh, so. okay. That's mm-hmm. maybe a better idea. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some wine in but the house, right, to make soup's some Soup's probably fondue. a lot more practical. So. Right. <laughs>
there's definitely wine. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like that's what I've got for you today. Oh, I know. I was to my pasta dish. I was going to add those tomatoes. So okay. Those okay. Them, so. Okay. 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 Interesting. Sure. I guess I uh, have some ideas for what I'm going to do for dinner tonight now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom cuisine at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com.